Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Grape Nut Flake program, coming to you from Fort Devens near Boston, Massachusetts, and starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Dennis Day, Rochester, yours truly, Don Wilson, and our guest conductor, Abe Lyman. You know, every homemaker likes to do her very best job by feeding her family well. But sometimes it's not always easy, especially with so many food products being restricted. Yes, you really have to be ingenious these days to give your family the nourishment they must have to keep fit. But here's a plan that will help. Serve your folks more whole grain cereals. For whole grain cereals like Grape Nuts Flakes are plentiful, nutritious, and thrifty, too. In every helping of toasty brown grape nut flakes and milk, you get nourishment you need every day. You get proteins, minerals, and two of the important B vitamins, niacin and vitamin B1, for good appetite, steady nerves, and energy. So plan right now to build more breakfasts around nourishing, plentiful, and delicious grape nuts flakes. played by the orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, from Fort Devens near the historic city of Boston, Massachusetts, we bring you that leftover bag from the Boston Tea Party, Jack Benny! Wow! Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking. And, Don, that was a very clever introduction. <laughs> a leftover bag from the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> you sure like to rib your old boss, eh, Dodsey? Yes, Jack, because I realize that you have a grand sense of humor. I see. Uh, well, Don, remember last Christmas when I gave you that nice fat check? I certainly do, Jack. Well, this year you'll be lucky if I have your girdle retreaded. <laughs> Anyway, Don, here we are at Fort Devens, and I'm, I'm glad so many soldiers could get in here for our show tonight. You know, it shows you how popular I... Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? On behalf of the boys in the guardhouse, I want to welcome you to Fort Devens. Well... <laughs> well, uh, thanks. Uh, by the way, uh, where is the guardhouse? Uh, right here. You're our punishment for today. <laughs> I should have known this was the guardhouse. When I came in, the sentry handed me a paring knife, a sack of potatoes, and said, don't quit till you see the whites of their eyes. <laughs> anyway, I'm having fun. Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Gosh, isn't it cold up here in Massachusetts? Yes, Mary, it's pretty near close to zero. But of course, I, I don't feel it. I'm the rugged type, you know. I, <laughs> I can take it. Well, don't blow your nose. It might fall off. <laughs> It is a little blue, isn't it? But after living in a warm place like California, my blood is pretty thin, you know. What blood? 
I've got plenty. Didn't I go to the Red Cross blood bank last week? Yeah, and you were sure sore when they wouldn't give you any. <laughs> I was not. Well, say, Mary, uh, thanks for that Christmas present you sent me. I'm just dying to open it and see what's inside. Oh, I didn't open mine uh, either, Mary. Uh, what did you get me this year? Well, remember that gold wristwatch you saw on Tiffany's window, the one you were so nuts about? Yes. Well, I got you a box of nuts. <laughs> I'm glad you told me that, Mary, because now I'm going to return that beautiful evening gown I bought for you. Oh, you could never find that push cart again in a million years. I can try, sister. Hello, Mr. Benny. Oh, oh, hello, Dennis. Uh, come on over here. Is it all right if I finish these potatoes later? Well, why not? We've already peeled enough for supper, I think. Uh, well, we're just talking about Christmas, Dennis. Uh, what did you get for your old Uncle Jackie? Hmm? I didn't get anything. <laughs> Uh, you mean yes, of course. Listen, kid, I don't want to hint, but uh, I saw a beautiful gold wristwatch in Tiffany's window that I admired very much. You can get it for 75 bucks. $75 for a Christmas present? Yes. Gee, that's a lot of money. It'd be different if you were my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> get it right. Now, if you're smart, Dennis, and I, I think you are, you'll buy me that watch. And now, folks... All of a sudden, I'm smart. <laughs> Just remember what I said, that's all. Now, Dennis, are you ready for your song? Yes, sir. Good. And now, ladies and gentlemen, by special request, uh, Dennis Day will sing White Christmas, accompanied by Abe Lyman and his sensational question mark orchestra. Um, go ahead, kid. Wait a minute, Benny. What do you mean by that question mark stuff? Oh, oh, pardon me, Abe. Uh, fellas, I'd like you to meet our guest conductor this week, Abe Lyman. You, you got a nice hand there, Abe. Never mind that. What do you mean by insulting my orchestra? Well, it's only a, it's only a joke. I, I always kid Phil Harris and his boys. Well, know? we don't happen to be like Phil Harris. I've got a very fine aggravation of musicians. <laughs> aggravation? What's the matter with me? Can't I get one orchestra leader who can pronounce words with over one syllable... With what you pay me, why should I talk good? Well, I'll tell you one thing, Abe. You're making a lot more money now than when you used to drive that taxi cab around Chicago. No kidding, Abe. Did you start out as a cab driver? Yes, ma'am. Well, how'd you happen to become a band leader? Oh, the click, click, click of that meter gave me the sense of rhythm. You killed the rhythm of that sentence, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the click of the meter, eh? That gave Jack a nervous breakdown once. It did not. Anyway, Abe, I'm really glad to have you on my program. And we're friends, aren't we? Yeah. Let's shake on it. Put her there, kid. <laughs> well, I can throw that hand away. <laughs> What a... what a grip he's got. Say, Mr. Benny, I don't think I ever met Mr. Lyman. Oh, pardon me. Abe, uh, this is Dennis Day. Hi, kid. Hello, Mr. Lyman. It's sure nice to meet a man that can put guess who in his place. Now, just... 
just a minute, Dennis. Uh, who are you referring to as guess who? I'm waiting, kid. I don't know what for. I'm trapped. <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't try being subtle. Now, go ahead with your song. Oh, uh, pardon me, Jack. Before Dennis sings, I'd like to have you meet Miss Olivia Ross. She's a student nurse in Boston, and she has a message for the young women of America. Well, I'm always glad to do what I can for the young women of America. I mean, welcome. Uh, welcome. Uh, uh, welcome to the uh, program, Miss Ross. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, nursing is one of the critical woman power shortages of the war and must be quickly made up to safeguard the health of the men in the armed forces and our civilians as well. Well, there is a shortage of nurses, all right. I'm glad I got a ration book, by golly. <laughs> That's not for nurses. Uh, go, uh, go ahead, Miss Ross. Nineteen thousand new student nurses are desperately needed. Any young woman who is a high school graduate, in good health, and between the ages of eighteen and thirty-five, can become a student nurse. Eighteen to thirty-five. Gee, it's. Hard to remember when I was 18 years old. Hmm? It's hard to remember when you were 35, too. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Listen, Mary. It isn't so long ago that I blew out 35 candles on my birthday cake. Yeah, but think of all those you missed. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, pardon me, Miss Ross. Uh, go ahead, will you? Young women who are interested in this vital work should write to student nurses, Box 88, New York City. Uh, box 88, New York City, eh? Yes, that's right. In Canada, girls should apply to the nearest hospital. And remember, no qualified student should be barred from entrance to a school of nursing because of a lack of funds. Well, that's grand. Thank you, Miss Ross. Oh, by the way, as long as you're here, you're a nurse and everything, I've, I've had a slight cold. Would you, uh, would you mind taking my pulse? Why, no, Mr. Benny, I'd be glad to. Let me have your wrist. Here it is. Well, what about my pulse? I'm sorry, I just don't seem to find any. <laughs> well, I should think... Yipe! Oh, well, thanks. Anyway, Miss Ross, sing, Dennis. I used to have a pulse. I wonder what became of it. I... And Paul 
is green, the orange and palm trees sway. There's never been such a day in Beverly Hills, L.A. But it's December the 24th. And I am longing to be up north. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know. May your day Christmas sung by Dennis Day. Now, Don, uh, you and Abe will have to carry on with the rest of the program. I have to run along with uh, Mr. Tucker, the man with the sleigh, is waiting outside. What do you mean, the man with the sleigh? Oh, didn't I tell you? You see, Don, uh, I rented one for a little trip I want to make to Fitchburg. I found out there's a a house near there where George Washington is supposed to have spent the night. Well, it's very simple, Mary. I see, I just finished a picture with Ann Sheridan called George Washington Slept Here. There's a house near Fitchburg that George Washington slept in, and that's where I'm going to spend the night. Oh, fine. I suppose if it had been in the man who came to dinner, you'd want to sleep in a veal cutlass. There's no connection. Now, get your coat, Mary. Uh, You and Dennis are coming with me. So long, Don. See you later, Abe. Boy, isn't this a thrill to be riding in a sleigh? Come on, kids, let's sing. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Rochester. Boy, it's cold. Uh, What's the uh, temperature, Mr. Tucker? Well, it's about four below zero. Below zero? Rochester, put that jug down. Now, put away that apple, Jack. We've been riding for an hour. How long before we get there? Uh, how far is the old Peabody place, Mr. Tucker? Just a piece up the road here. Good. Dennis, will you stop that wiggling? I'm n- 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 not wiggling. I'm c- c- cold. Uh, well, pull the robe around you. Can't you hurry a little, Mr. Tucker? I wouldn't be in a hurry to get to that Peabody place if I were you. Everybody says it's haunted. Haunted? Roger! <laughs> put that down. Gosh, it sure, sure gets dark in a hurry, and There's the old Peabody place up ahead. Gee, it's spooky looking. Yeah. 
say that caretaker must be in. There's a light flickering in the upstairs window. Here we are. Oh, Peaches. Take it easy, girl. Peaches. It's a fine name for a horse. Named after my wife. Looks just like her. <laughs> Carry my grip, Rochester. Come on, Mary. Dennis, let's go inside. Oh, no. I'm going back to town. But, Mary, this is the house George Washington slept in. Look at that old stone chimney and those... Those gables on the roof. I wouldn't care if Clark was hanging out of them. I wouldn't go in. What about you, Dennis? You want to spend the night here? No, 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 thank you. Hmm. Well, that's three of us. So long, boy. You're staying here with me. All right, Mr. Tucker, take Miss Livingston and Mr. Day back to town. Okay. So long, Mary. So long, Jack. Goodbye, Dennis. Go, 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 go. Oh, the heck with it. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Here, Peaches. Boy, that... That night wind is sure chilly. Sure is. Uh, let's not stand out here all alone in the dark. Let's go in. Yeah. Knock on the door, Rochester. I'm holding the job. <laughs> okay. I'll knock, you scaredy cat. <laughs> Nobody home. Let's go. Come back here. Hey. Hey, look through the window. There's a there's a light coming down the hall. It's an old man. Who's there? What do you want? Oh, uh, pardon me. Are you uh are you Mr. Stubbs, the caretaker? Maybe I am, maybe I ain't. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm Jack Benny, and I wrote you about spending the night here. Did you get my letter? Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Well, do you mind if we come in and look around? I'm very anxious to see... <laughs> Good heavens, what's that? I didn't hear nothing. Nothing? Gee. Well, what are you waiting for, Rochester? Come on in. Come on inside. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. <laughs> Come in here. You know, mister, I don't take in bodies as a rule. Oh, I'm... I'm prepared to pay for it, Mr. Tucker. Now, if you'll please tell me which room George Washington slept in, I'd... I'd like to go to bed. You can't miss it. It's the big one at the top of the stairs. Thank you. Now, if you'll just show me... <laughs> Gee. There's that nothing again. I don't like this. Well, what are you waiting for, Rochester? Take my suitcase upstairs, light the candles, and turn down the bed. You want me to go upstairs alone? Of course. Nothing's gonna hurt you. Boss, nothing around here is something. <laughs> you go upstairs and get the room ready. Now, Mr. Stubbs, uh, 
How much will it cost uh, cost me to spend the night here? Uh, would 50 cents be too much? Well, uh, does, uh, does that include breakfast? <laughs> hmm? Yep, bacon and eggs, hot cakes and coffee. Okay, it's a deal. Well, I might as well go upstairs now. Oh, Rochester! Yes, boss! How does the room look? I'm right here behind you! <laughs> you get upstairs. Now, Mr. Stubbs and I will be up in a minute. As long as we're all going up, let's make it a convoy! <laughs> All right. Lead the way, Mr. Stubbs. Hey, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, here's your room right here. Well, good night, Mr. Stubbs. Good night. <laughs> well, here we are, boss. Yeah. Let me have that, let me have that candle, Rochester. Wow, this is a big room. Wow, this is a big room. That echo again. I'm Jack Benny. I'm Jack Benny. I'm going to spend the night here. I wouldn't stay here for a million dollars. What does he mean? Gee, look. Look at that old four-poster bed. Well, I might as well turn in. Just think, Rochester. George Washington slept in this house. Uh-huh. Right here in this very room. Uh-huh. Gosh, if this bed could only talk. If that bed says one word, I'll bounce through Boston. That was just a figure of speech. Well, I guess I'll guess I'll get in bed. Oh, say, Rochester, open the window, will you? Yes, sir. Uh-oh. Darn those shutters. Rochester, reach out and close them. Let whoever's out there reach in and close them. There's nobody out there. Well, good night, Rochester. You're going to sleep in the next room. Alone? Yes, alone. Good night, boss. <laughs> Gosh, I'm tired. Just think. I'm sleeping in the same bed George Washington slept in during the Revolutionary War. Gee, it doesn't seem possible. Uh, Sure was a thrill riding in that sleigh. Gosh, I, I haven't done that since I was a kid. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way.
We've had a long march today, so we'll descend here for the night. Yes, General Washington. General Washington? Which room is mine, Mr. Stubbs? It's that big one at the head of the stairs. Thank you, sir. Here's your 25 cents. 25 cents? I'm paying 50. Maybe he isn't going to eat breakfast. Yeah, that's it. Oh, oh, hello there. Well, this room seems to be occupied. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me, General Washington. I'm Benny, Jack Benny. Oh, yes. We've enjoyed your program so much during these long, cold nights at Valley Forge. <laughs> Gee. Gee, thank you. Thank you, General. I'm getting tired. Would you please move over, Mr. Benny? Of course, of course. It's a large bed. Uh, climb in, General. Uh, just a moment. Do you mind if I hang my wig right here next to yours? No, no, no. Go right ahead. See, I got to get one of those white ones with curls. See, that's a beaut. Do you mind if I try it on? Do you mind if I try it on? You get out of this bed. Get out. Well, that's cold. <laughs> Darn echo. Well, hop in bed, General. Thank you. You know, I snore a little bit, but I'll try and... Woo! That's cold. Pardon me, General. You forgot to take your sword off. <laughs> So I did. I'm always forgetting that. Well, uh, good night, Mr. Benny. Good night, General. Just think. I'm sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> Who are you? I want to be a student nurse. I'm between the ages of 18 and 35. Right to Box 88, uh, New York City. They need you. Are you quite comfortable, General Washington? Maybe I am. Maybe I ain't. Just a minute. You're not George Washington. General. General, where are you? I'm having breakfast, Mr. Benny. It's time for those toasty brown sweeters in that grape nuts place. What? They come in the big 12-ounce economy size package. You're John Wilson. Where's General Washington? I'm over here getting dressed, Mr. Benny. Already? Yes. I must leave now. I've got to cross the Delaware. Oh, yes. Yes, I saw it on the calendar I got from the If You Live, We're Hooked insurance company. <laughs> it's a beautiful painting. Well, goodbye, General. And good luck. Thank you. Forward! She's a nice fella. I never expected to bump into... Well, I'll be darned he took the wrong wig. Oh, General! Oh, General Washington! General, General, come back! You've got my wig! Friends, I imagine by this time that you know a lot about grape nuts flakes. But here's something you may not know. The increase in your use of grape nuts flakes in the past three years exceeds that of all the other ready-to-eat cereals put together. Now, there must be something back of this outstanding increase in the popularity of grape nuts flakes. Well, there's a reason, all right. In fact, two big reasons. First, it's that malty-rich flavor. The long popular flavor of grape nuts in crisp, tempting, toasted flake form. 
And second, it's that nourishing goodness. For Grape Nuts Flakes are a whole grain cereal containing the valuable whole grain food values so heartily recommended by our national nutrition program. So friends, ask for America's fastest growing breakfast cereal. Ask for delicious, multi-rich Grape Nuts Flakes. That was the last number of the 12th program of the new Grape Nuts Flakes series. And we'll be with you next Sunday night at the same time. Now, to all you fellas listening in at the Portsmouth Navy Yard, we'll be seeing you tomorrow night with our USO show. The following night, we'll see all you boys at Camp Edward near Buzzard Bay. Good night, Joni. The Jack Benny program is written by Bill Morrow and Ed Beloy. This program is for the entertainment of the personnel at Fort Devens and does not necessarily constitute an endorsement of the product by the War Department. Friends, for hot breakfasts with more smiles for mouthful, serve your folks delicious hot grape nut sweet meal. The hot cereal member of the famous grape nut family. It's extra delicious. It's extra nutritious. It cooks extra fast. Grape nut sweet meal has the rich goodness of roasted wheat, plus all the essential food values of the whole grain. And hot brown grape nut sweet meal cooks to delicious perfection in three minutes flat. This is the National Broadcasting Company.